Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host Epifanio and this is episode 564. And today we continue looking into the city, the divine gift of Gene Key 23, which is quintessence. This is part two. We started looking into that yesterday. What is the essence within the essence within the essence within the essence forever? And it's pretty much when you look at the universe in both sides as above, so below. You look into space, you look into the eternity, endless, truly contemplating that there is no end to space. It just keeps going. How many solar systems, how many galaxies, billions of galaxies, no, endless What is to contemplate something without an end? And the same when you go uh, into the subatomic structure. You reach the quantum field. But that's as far as as they've been able to see, right? What's, What's beyond? Again, it goes in all the way. It might even, I've even contemplated it might be a loop. When you go deeply in, all the way down beyond the quantum world, you might find yourself at the edge of space. (laughs) All of that speculation, of course. But the nature of sacred geometry, when you start looking at at Vesica Pisces, right? The, 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 The beginning of life. Uh, and then you start, you know, building the circles that made the, the seed of life and, and then the flower of life. Then you make that um, three-dimensional. Now you have, um, I don't remember what's the name of this, um, but um, but when it starts spinning, you will come into with a torus. And the torus is both going in and going out. And is it going simultaneously in both ways? And we're going to be talking about the um, the middle path of the Buddha today, right? It's not the left path or the right path, um, which makes you think about polarity, makes you think about going in and out simultaneously. What is for something to be spinning both clockwise and counterclockwise simultaneously? And this is the kind of stuff we start looking into math. Start thinking about, thinking is the wrong word, contemplating, contemplating the perfection of the infinite, uh, uh, of the infinity of the universe. And what is truly uh, the force, the the foundation, the, the, the origin, the, the sustenance of life and 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 we're talking about as we step out of our daily lives and have our spiritual awakening right and it could be any one of these contemplations really uh, beyond but it's it's more than a contemplation it's 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 a manifested contemplation that really throws us into an awakening that becomes embodied and next thing you know life makes no sense or life as we know it, right? Because we live in a very limited confine of consciousness in this reality. 
most of society operates in a very low frequency band. So whenever we are we have our awakening, then you no longer fit there. And and it's because you've tapped into into the quintessence. It, it has it has kind of you know winked at you. Hey, I'm here, and you see that, and now, you know your social life or your uh, social aspirations become insignificant, because now you've you've got a glimpse of God. And this is what we're doing when we're contemplating every one of these cities, right? It's not that it's our job. And this is, we were talking about that yesterday. It's not that it's our job to work, to become enlightened. It's about uh, clearing the, the, dra- the, dr- the dr- dribble, clearing the debris, clearing, clearing. It's a cleaning house. That's what this is planning on making because we're cleaning the house here. Cleaning. It's a cleaning thing. It's, it's not uh, getting something, but... Uh, uh, clearing it's it's like if if you had an airport or a, 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 a landing path, and the airplane can't land because it's you know full of trash. It's clearing that that uh, that landing pad, that landing uh, ramp, so that the plane can land, right? But you don't know when the plane is gonna land. Right? It's not your job. And, and, and this is what we're going to be looking into. What is this middle way that the Buddha talks about? Right, It goes beyond the, the path, the, the, the left-hand path of science and logic that is uh, uh, trying to... It, it, it will, the only thing that it will reach is a paradox, ultimately. And there is no solution in that because, you know, ultimately... There, there is more to that which the the logic can can grasp, right? And then you got the right hand path of the artist, right? Which uh, it's still um, it's still cluttered because we're talking about clearing re- de- debris. It's still cluttered with longing. It wants it, and that's when we bring timing to, into the equation. Remember, we're we're swimming in time here. And the quintessence has no time. The experience, the, the, our true home is beyond time. So as long as there's time, and that would be right the, 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 the right-hand path of the artist, time be, be, between me and God. And then the, the left-hand path would be science. That would be space, right? As long as there's space and time. And, and when we're talking about the infinity of space... Um, that only exists because we are unable, we are not yet ready to activate the vehicle that exists at, in all places simultaneously. Because that is what consciousness is. The moment you close your eyes and, and imagine someone or something, you are there. Who is watching? Who is observing? Right? And so that is the, that is the path to, to, the middle path is complete surrender complete falling in love with the mystery itself with with what life is and that is this is the funniest thing you know this realization of oh i'm going to find god i'm going to find perfection i'm going to find all of that stuff it couldn't be more simple 
And this is what it comes. This comes from the, from the gift of simplicity. It is here, now. It's always been. It is this moment. It is life. It is things as they are. The mystery, the love infinite, the quintessence. It's here. It's every word. It's every thought. It's every movement. It's every, every single aspect of all reality. And, and to be able to accept it as it is and love it. Fall in love completely without any expectation of anything. I'm not saying I'm there or, or, or that, you know. I'm saying that this is, this is a, a, a process of falling in love truly with God. And ultimately let yourself or your person, let your, the personality dissolve into this love. And, and letting everything go out the window. And this is this is the part and we were talking about that yesterday towards the end of the podcast. It, it isn't something you can do. The more you're trying to get enlightened, the more your life is going to go down the drain. It isn't about that. And this, this is why it's a... Uh, uh, you reach a place where you've been through the teachers and the gurus and all that stuff and then... And then you're done if you if if you if you have found that self love, because it's extremely dangerous for the psyche uh, to 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 try to follow something that you are not ready to, to try to eat something you your your body can't digest. So the the path is is is, is always honesty. To listen to that voice until the moment where you feel. And here's the key right here, because the true call is going to, to, to how you're going to have a, an inner drive towards yourself. And this is, this is the path when you suddenly realize that it is through your own life that, that you will discover what's important for you at every single moment. And at some point, when all of this debris has been cleared and you no longer even think about this stuff, that is when, 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 when the mystery, uh, it takes you to the next layer because there's layers at infinitum. Remember, we're talking about the Mandelbrot fractal here. Forever, eternally expanding, infinite, right? The mind can't Put that in a box. The heart of the poet, right, can't long for that because the longing wants, right? If It has to let go of both. And the way to let, let go of both is by finding that balance, right? So we're going to be talking about that today. But if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what we're talking about here, you want to go to Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the very bottom, there's a few links. One of them says Gene Keys. Click on that one and listen to episode 256. And that'll explain what is it that we're doing here. We're, we're learning how to clean the debris so that we can listen to God and, and, and be happy. Be living a fulfilled life that it's organic with you, with who you are and why you're here. And, and in order to do that, we have to heal ourselves, uh, uh, reclaim our attention. 
Because it's all about attention. Where are we putting our attention and how much of our attention is sequestered in the unconscious? So listen to that episode and there's a, 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 an examples there of what's the hologenetic profile. And there's a link that says click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. That'll take you to the Gene Keys website where you can download your hologenetic profile. This is the map that we're using to hunt for our shadows, for our misunderstandings of reality, for our leaks of attention, for our misunderstandings of reality. All of these uh, um, shamanic archetypes hidden in the in the unconscious, right, that we need to make conscious in order to become present because the way to the future is the present. If we're not here, how are we going to get there? <laughs> you know? And so a lot of the stuff is stuck in the past and we need to we need to be here. And 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 this is this is this is this is how we find balance. So um, all of that stuff is there. And uh, when you get your profile, you can come back to Jorn.tv and on the search box, you can put any of the words that you find on that map. We have uh, a podcast or several that talk about it, except Jinkies 24 through 64, because we haven't got there yet. Unless, you know, maybe if you see it, they're there. Well, maybe you're from the future and, and we have them all because we're going to get to those. And uh, But all of that information is on that page. There's charts, there's videos, there's a section, an index section that it explains. We have over 300 episodes that talk about that map and every single part of it. And there's uh, the three the, the, the three parts of the map, the green, the, the red, and the blue. And we have an index that tells you where you can find those episodes. And we have a, um, a resources section where you can find more stuff about this on the Gene Keys website, the book, the Art of Contemplation is a great one, and all the programs that the Gene Keys have. And you can learn more about that there. If you want to learn more about Planet Homemaking, what's our goal here? Click on the About tab and listen to Episode 1. Our main goal here, number one, is heal ourselves so that we can be happy, we can be fulfilled, we can be at ease with ourselves and, and, and expand because this is we're here to always expand into the unknown, right? If you're not growing, you're dying. That's the nature of life is change. So we're here to heal, heal ourselves first, and, and that's why we're going through all of these jinkies. And number two, as we the work we do with the jinkies to heal ourselves is to look into our shadows, our unconscious, and make it conscious. Number two, we need to look at the shadow of the world and make that unconscious that we are unaware of what is really happening in the world and make it conscious so that it has no power over us. All of the lies of the world, of the media, of the, you know, the, the, the consequence of the shadows of people that have become manifested at the, at the world stage, right? We are right now in a very, um, the pinnacle of the change, of the awakening of humanity. We need to know the truth. This is our... Um, coming of age, if you will, exam to awaken into a new, a new consciousness, new civilization, a new humanity, and 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 the 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 test that we're going through is learning how to differentiate the truth from lies. And so, on that page, um, um, at the very bottom, there's a resources section that has information about what's been going on in the last three years, what is mass formation psychosis. What is really this bioweapon that they spread throughout the entire world and, and coerce people to take it, right? And, and, and as we learn this stuff and the consequence of the adverse reactions for this vaccine, this in injection, right? It's not a vaccine, mRNA injection. Uh, as we learn all of that stuff uh, um, and we see 
the chaos and the insanity and the horrible things that have been happening because of that, then we learn to reclaim our power because all we have to do is say no. No, thank you. We don't need this stuff. Uh, we are ascending. And uh, what ascending means is, is just raising your frequency to the point that you make your own decisions and you can't be coerced into following nobody's agenda. This coming of age as we awaken from naivete into our own sovereign uh, stand and grounding as individuals, as children of God. And so we have all of that information there. We also have our uh, social media. You can find us on, on Telegram and, and True Social and Rumble and, and, um, um, and, and Clubhouse. And all of that information is there. I'm not a teacher of anything. I'm just studying this book, The Gene Keys, and giving you my contemplation of the author's contemplation on this stuff because these are the basic 64 archetypes of human experience. And, uh, and the most important thing here is that you listen to this and put it as input into the brain, right? Let it go into the as data. And then you have your own contemplation. What does this mean to me? How does this apply in my life? Have a conversation with God. But now you're having a conversation, high-frequency conversation, because this is high-frequency data. It's not truth. It's philosophy. But when you uh, contemplate this and call forth the experience, you may have the physical or metaphysical or both experience of this stuff, and then it becomes truth. Now it's your experience. Now you know. And that's what we're after here, to know the truth, uh, uh, not not uh, not to just... Um, um, it, 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 you know, absorb more philosophy, right? And and so um, so let's dive into this um, second part of of the of the city of quintessence, right? What a beautiful word! Because your awakening is beyond human intervention, there can never exist a technology for enlightenment. Enlightenment is beyond the grasp of technique. And it, it exists within the realm of the eternal mystery. The 23rd city represents the transcendence of the right-hand path and the left-hand path. This is why the Buddha has referred to it as the middle path. The left-hand path is that of science, which can only go as far as the paradox, the absolute limit of science, of scientific or logical thinking, right? And that's why we are stuck in like this particle physics and all that gibberish. You know, they keep rehashing the same stuff. They're, they know they're, they, the real science is there. It's just that if, if the real science comes out at this point, uh, we, we, our understanding of time and space, it, it will affect the economy. <laughs> it will affect the hydraulic despotism that we have in this reality because of, of money and, 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 and energy, Right. Because when you really get into true science, multidimensional science, uh, uh, transportation and, and energy, you realize there's there's as Tesla, Nikola Tesla has uh, have, you know discovered there's infinite energy anywhere, everywhere. We don't need you know all of this infrastructure for energy. This is what hydraulic despotism is, right? Control of our resource and you control the people. We don't need that. And, 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 you know, transportation that works on electrogravitics uh, affect the fabric of, of, of space-time. So um, they don't want that because as soon as we get into that science, then, uh, then we have to start talking about God. 
And when people have God, they can't be controlled. This is the awakening we're in the middle of right now. And so that's the scientific part. But still, there's still the mystery. Because, you know, at, at some point we have very advanced civilizations that are, that are lost because they don't have heart. And so the right-hand path is that of the artist or poet. And although this path comes closer to the center than the scientist, it always also falls short. The poet moves beyond the mind and strives to approach the mystery through his heart or her heart. But the heart, this, and it, this is not the true heart that when we talk about here in this podcast, usually we talk about, it's a, something else. This is the heart of the poet. And what it really means is the longing for love. And, and, and it's very powerful and it creates incredibly beautiful art. But it's not the love of God. It is the love of human. And so this, this uh, longing, right, the heart, it's bound of the artist, is bound by the limits of their own longing. And even though they may taste the center, the, the, the city, the love of God for short periods of time, they fall short of the ultimate realization. Why? Because of time. There's time in their consciousness, right? And it's the, it's the right-hand path. Right, So science, without heart, eventually become these really advanced beings that can you know, move moons and stuff like that or, or complete, completely uh, stop a supernova from happening, but they can't feel their creations. And then with the heart, you have this ever longing that will eventually uh, um, just um, collapse on itself. Because there is not the, um, the, 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 the clarity of focus. It's completely living in the archetypes of the unconscious. And it, it, it becomes chaotic. That is chaos theory, if you would, right? Um, it, there is no, there is, it's the pure ocean without direction. And the universe is not like that. Every galaxy is, has a very specific spin and in, in when, when we start to looking at uh, dimensional reality and understanding what black holes and, and white holes are, and you, you start thinking, well, maybe there are other universes from which matter and energy flows from what to, the, to one to the other, right? Where does the stars come from? And so when, when we start contemplating that, then we can't put that stuff in a box. Number one, we don't understand it. So we're just pet tripping on it, number one. Number two, um, and this is the same, the same, it's very funny because when you contemplate it like that, the, the right-hand path and the left-hand path, they're both longing. The science is longing for an answer and the heart, mind is longing for an answer and the heart is longing for love, Right? Which I guess it's it's like I said it's closer to the center, right? Because love is the answer. So it it figured out what the answer is, but it doesn't have it, right? And so it's that longing. It's literally the space between present and manifestation, focus, attention, and manifestation. There is there is that lack of presence. So the third way is that of the mystic who neither takes the path of seeking nor the path of longing. The mystic enters into the mystery itself, in the entire body. They bring their whole being into it. 
not seeking resolution. And here's, I guess, I guess this is this is the, the the key part of the whole thing. The mystic is not seeking a resolution. They're not they're not acting out of a thirst for truth. This is this is because we all start the spiritual journey because we're thirsty for truth. Right? This is the part of where we are here in, in our, our spiritual evolution at this point in humanity right now where we're we're thirsting for the truth. What the fuck is going on in the world? Why is everybody just, you know, throwing themselves off the cliff like lemmings? And and then that's on the physical part. On the spiritual part, it's like, I want to know the truth, God. What is God? Why are we here? Who am I? Right? That that thirst for truth, that seeking for a solution, for an answer. And and that is and that is exactly what holds people from finding this stuff. Because there is nothing to find. This stuff exists out of time. As long as we're looking, we are within time. And we're like the horse with a carrot in front of it, like tied to its head. And just forever going behind the carrot, we'll never get it. It doesn't exist. like It doesn't work like that. So the mystic holds such a deep respect for the mystery itself that he or she has no agenda or need to understand it, but simply revels in the mystery of the ultimate, drinking in, drinking it in through the pores of his or her being. That's poetry that he's bringing in, right? But what it means is that the mystic has discovered love. That love is here. It is everything. It is not something you you're gonna get. It's something that is already here. And it's it's that's a funny part because it's a matter of 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 just being here in in the in the mystery itself. Mystery it's alive. What's gonna happen tomorrow? What what what, what is this all this whoa now? There's like the it's gonna be war, world, nuclear war, woo. Right? The mystery goes beyond, obviously beyond fear. At this point, you're not even afraid, right? You're not attached to living or dying or, or, or being this or that or getting this or that. You have fallen in love with, with, with eternity. It's a, it, it's, it, it, it's a whole thing, right? Like I always say love is not the polarity. It's, it's beyond. It's a fourth seal. It's where there's no more polarity. So only the mystic can extract the quintessence from the ultimate. And it's not that it is even extracting the quintessence. It's it's dissolved itself, himself, herself, or whatever self, into the quintessence. It has realized what's the stuff that's holding everything. What is the essence of everything? Right? And 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 they simply enter the narrow gate. Of a state of wonder. And this is, I think this is it, you know, getting to that point of remembering what is to see the eyes. What is, what is to see the eyes? What is to see the world with eyes of wonder? How a child lands here and you see in there, whoa, a ladybug. <gasps> whoa. We forget that because we get seduced by the stupidity of the complexity of the world. Oh my God, you gotta have so much money and you gotta be like this. Liked by all these politicians. 
And those, that's a waste of time and energy or whatever, you know, science. Oh, I, 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 I'm a mathematician. I am philosophic. I feel all the way. And talk about this and that. This is all because of fear. All because of not being here, not, not feeling the love of God, right? And so the sheer beauty of the ultimate realization is that it is always discovered haphazardly. It just happens. It just, you just tap into it. It's not something that you can hear someone tell you about it. All I'm saying is just philosophy. This is stuff like it's great to contemplate, but the experience is a personal experience. It goes beyond. You can't plan for this stuff, right? After realization has occurred to someone, they can see that there are simply simple conditions for awakening and this is what uh this is what the, the buddha like the buddha they can point out the exact nature of those conditions because they figure it out if you follow this path this is how you get it but because of language number one gets in the way right by the time you, somebody else gets it they're gonna distort it to whatever ideas the language they have they have about what the language means and number two that was how that master figured out. And believe it or not, this, believe it or not, <laughs> this is a personal realization. Everyone has to come to it through their own way. And, and there is no other way. It's your way or the highway. And, and that, that's, that's ultimately when you realize that then, then you take all of this great, um, you know, philosophy and, and then contemplate it until it, it triggers your own revelation. This is why philosophy and teachings are important, but they're just step stones. And, and, and they're not even ultimately, they cannot even, they may, may not even ultimately lead you to your, to your truth, but they might even take you apart from it. This is, this is at some point we realize that in the journey and it's a, uh, it's, it's beautiful when you get to see it, right? But you might have to go through hell to get that one, to suddenly figure out, oh my God, I've been fucking following 20 years this guru and I feel like shit. But I'm going to get enlightened. because Until you say, well, maybe I have to just, you know, go. And then another part of your life starts and eventually you start, you know, finding something else. That makes sense to you. And a little by little, the ultimate teaching is really listening to yourself, right? Not the personality, but the mystery that it is all of who you are, right? Not the body, not the personality, not the mind, but the mystery. Falling in love with the mystery. So, uh, however, the awakened one also knows that these conditions must come about in their own way rather than becoming synthetic goals or targets for future seekers. And herein lies the dilemma of the awakened one. How many people will be led astray by the teachings? And would it be better to say nothing? And this is why we don't have that many famous uh, masters because a lot of them get to this and they realize, fuck, even if I say it, you know, would that even make a difference? You know, and, and worse, you know, how many people are going to throw themselves off the cliff because of this? 
right? So you, there's tons, there are tons of masters that we've never heard about and, and they just, they never, they're not famous, right? We only know about the famous ones, but uh, but there, it does happen, right? So, but if just one person intuitively grasps the, the teaching, then it will be worth all those that have gone astray. That's kind of like the old, not everybody gets to this revelation uh, or, or decision. Many masters just say, you know, I'm not willing to, to because it does have, happen a lot. Like thousands would just, you know, it, it, the master is just looking to touch that one that one that's going to really get Christ consciousness. But how many people are going to suffer because of that? And so a lot of them can't stand that because their love is so great and they don't do it. But they are, at the same time, we need to move forward. So some of them do really tap into that Buddha, Jesus, right? And so um, um, the real power of the 23rd city is that there are four in its direct transmission in the flesh. This is what is the most powerful. And at the same time, it could become uh, um, detrimental with time. It's called entrainment, right? Uh, the direct transmission in the flesh. The words that emerge from this city are phenomenally potent at the moment of, of their utterance because they're living truth. They're electromagnetic, pure, high-frequency consciousness. So you're in the, in the presence of the master. You're going to feel the entrainment. It's magnetic. It's, it's high. It's a high. And, and, and a lot of people become addicted to their gurus. And, and they stay their whole lives there. But that halters their evolution. It's great to meet the guru and have the experience, right? Have that transmission, get that, understand, feel it. like Just like you would do a, a hallucinogenic or some other experience. But once is enough. You know, I mean, whatever time you think you need to have. But at some point it needs to end because it's not going to work for you to be there. It's going to start becoming detrimental. You need to have yourself. The only way that we're going to, anybody gets there is by through within. And the, and the guru is going to be saying that. He's like, get the fuck out of here. The real ones, the, not, the, not the fake ones. The fake ones just like, yeah, give me attention. Give me attention. I'll feel, feed off your attention. The real ones would say, fuck off. Get the fuck out of here. And then they will still still be there. Oh yeah, guru, teacher, master. Oh, uh. and the, their love is just that great, you know, that they they keep going. Um, but ultimately, that is the path. Um, so, um, so once the twenty third city has fully dawned inside a person, and it's not just the twenty third city. Remember, we're talking about a room where there's. 64 doors, the outside, the, the handle is the city. Once you open the door and the master becomes the master and enters the room, there is no this 60, 23rd city. There, the realization of any city is the, the realization of all of them, right? But there's a, a moment when the moment could last seven lifetimes, you know, I don't know, where the, the master is in that very specific angle from the light of God that comes through, in this case, the quintessence, right? 
So once the 23rd city has fully dawned inside a person, they become an alchemical agent. Like Quicksilver, they bind themselves to people and find their way into the cracks within their mental structure. Around such a person, you will undergo a series of spontaneous simplifications as the continued presence of their electromagnetic field slowly begins to extract the quintessence from the dross placed within you by your culture and conditioning. So we're talking about a hierophant here. We're talking about a truly powerful master that because of their electromagnetic field, they, they, they their presence will uh, will affect transmutation, alchemical transmutation, and it's going to start dragging all the shit out of you. This is heavy stuff, right? And uh, um, so as a recipient of this vibration, you will inevitably go through a complete deconstruction, which may be very difficult for you. Like all such alchemical processes, it can be extremely dangerous to your mental health unless you complete the entire process. And this is something that happens. You know, I experienced this one. You start going cuckoo. You start going cuckoo because of time, because you are not present and because you're not doing the full time, the full job. Right. You know, it's 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 a dedication that it needs to happen as a mystic, but ultimately it needs to happen on your own time. And what I mean by that, there's a specific rhythm to yourself. If you haven't discovered your own rhythm, moving at the speed of another one, it might be beneficial at some point because they give you a, a boost. They, they push you into another timeline, uh, this masters, right? Um, but but if you're not ready for the for the push, it's going to um, it's going to mess you up, and and so you have to be ready for this. I was talking about this yesterday when you're faking it, faking it till you make it. I am gonna dedicate to this, but you're not ready. It'll fuck you up, and this is this is not. I mean, I guess all all of life is purposeful, you know. So ultimately, you're gonna get there one day or another. You know, maybe it's maybe it's the best thing you did. I mean, who am I to say? But uh, but I, I've seen that I, in my opinion and from my experience, and you, you need to look at yourself and decide whether this is for you or not. It's it makes more sense to be honest to where you are and where your natural inner drive goes, and then go gradually grow through that organically. Start. Falling in love at your own pace, learning to love your own rhythm, your own, because uh, you're collapsing time. Ultimately, you are, uh, and what I mean by collapsing time is your the space between your thoughts is becoming longer and longer. You're no longer having that mind that it's beating you up like a bitch. You know, <laughs> little by little, your mind is is your thoughts are becoming less powerful in the terms of 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 subduing you. You're no longer becoming a, be, are, are so easy to be be to be subdued and and sodomized by your own thoughts because that's what we're trained to do. We're trained to sodomize ourselves with our fucking thoughts. So you are collapsing time, and, and little by little, organically, because and here's where I found you know because of the love of God, 
you tap into grace. And, and if you haven't heard the 22nd Jinky, we have a whole month of that one. We talk about the entire process of grace. You don't have to go through the suffering process of the of the of the karma, right? The karma cleansing. Uh, and this is obviously isn't for everybody. Some people do have to go through that. Ah, who am I to tell you what to do or what you need? But that's what worked for me because I did the other one. And at some point I wanted to throw myself out the window. <laughs> like that, that didn't work. That didn't work that well. Or maybe it was perfect because because of that, I got this realization and now I'm chill. So I don't know what you need. But what's important is that you contemplate this and weigh it against your heart. And not the heart of the artist that's longing for a solution for love, but the heart of God in your soul. And what I mean by that is, is the infinite uh, embrace of eternity. That, um, that does, the, the, the falling in love with a mystery that will never be solved. If you can fall in love with something that you'll never own, then you're on the right track. That's, that's what I mean, right? And so, um, so once the 23rd city has, has uh, fully dawned inside a person, they become an alchemical agent, right? And, and then we're talking about the, the master and the hierophant really diving into and, and, and really extracting all that dross, right? So the 23rd city is custodian of a sacred truth, like all cities, of course, Trust your own inner path before any external teaching or teacher. And that goes for like vegans and, and diets and, and, and following anybody talking about anything, politics, you know, whatever. It's your right natural organic. Because if you can realize that people lie, then you can realize that at the very core, because it's polarized, there's the truth of the love of God that's allowing that um, expression, if you will, right? And so if you can look for that in yourself, now you have a, 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 a recipe for a, 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 a creating a, a good maps for your life. And you're the one who's going to... So it's about really taking responsibility for your dreams, taking responsibility for yourself, for who you truly are, and stop... Uh, um, um, giving yourself away if to in order to get something, right? Because that's the longing of the artist, that the fall, the romantic, right? Or or the seeking, you know, solution and, and answers, right? Of the scientist, the mystic is the is the third path, right? So in the case of the Buddha, many millions of Buddhists have followed his teachings and very few have been able to read between the words and extract the living quintessence of his teachings. However, the truths left by the great masters are far easier to embody than your mind believes, obviously because the personality mind doesn't know anything, right? Because we're talking about beyond thinking, to embody something beyond thinking, the key, and this is words. Again, it's not going to mean anything. It's to, to really accept life as it is. Accept love. Accept the fact that, is, that the, what's holding everything together is the love of God. And it's happening right now. Without that, we wouldn't have life. And without that, we wouldn't have the opportunity to fuck it up. 
like we've been doing for hundreds of thousands of years. Not that we have, because we're ants. We're not really fucking up anything. You know, we're like babies in a in a in a, <laughs> in a, in a cradle, right? If we get too rowdy, you know, a couple, you know, guardians show up and turn off the atomic bombs. You know, it's like you ain't going to blow this place up. You know, <laughs> we're children. We're babies here, right? And so, um, so to follow the mystical path is to surrender utterly to that which is within you, no matter where it leads you. And th- this is the best, the best thing I found, because if you if you organically follow that path, it might take you to a shitty place, but maybe that's what you needed, right? Because of that, now you, you, you're expanding and you're listening to yourself and you're trusting yourself and you're finding where life exists. And life exists because you are moving, you are choosing to use your free will to explore, which is what we are here. We're explorers. We are here to make, allow God to experience life through us, right? And, and, and it's because we, we don't have a directive. We are the ones who choose the direct, not the personality, not the mind, not the body, mind, consciousness, not the chemicals, addictions that we have to whatever, you know, we're addicted to our habits, not beliefs, but you, the, 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 the true navigator, right? Um, um, so, so to follow the mystical path is to surrender utterly to that which is within you, no matter where it leads you. The middle way is not, as it sounds, a delicate path threading between the opposites. This is when I'm talking about equality, bringing that balance between the warrior and the healer, between the male and the female, between positive and negative, that contrast that gives you the beautiful picture, right? It's not, it, it's not human, Right, it, this is divine stuff. So it, we need to step out of that polarized perspective of reality in order to begin to to allow ourselves to 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 even contemplate a life that's beyond seeking and beyond longing. A life that what is a life where you're no longer uh, uh, entrapped by by time. And 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 in the, what I have found is is awe. You're like, oh my God. And everything is just epic. You know, you're like, my, wow. It gets amazing. You could just stay like that for like 10 minutes and then like, whoa, 10 minutes have passed. You go back to your human, right? But it's beautiful. And the more the more you start diving into the, you start letting that take over. It, uh, it's, I, I can see, I can be, I'm beginning to see where it's going. It's going to, it's going to be amazing, right? So the middle way is not as it sounds, you know, this delicate path between opposites. It is a path of complete abandon that is formed as each foot falls before you, right? You are making the floor as you're stepping forward. The floor doesn't exist. You're going blindfolded into God. It is a path sculpted from the void, untrodden by anyone before you, and therefore without law, rhythm, nor reason. How amazing is that, right? Because because of our dark night of the soul, we reach that place where nothing satisfies you. Nothing, it, everything is empty. 
Because we keep fucking looking into the wall. We're trying to, you know, create a thing where it's already created. We need to go where we don't know, right? So to walk this path, you will have to dig deep within yourself and revel in that true quintessence that only you can recognize. And this is what's called the Buddha fever, right? What does that mean? What does that even mean, right? And this is the beauty because no one can tell you what it is. And you don't want anybody to tell you what it is because they don't know. They're not living your, their life from, from within you. But you have to have that courage to say, okay, I'm, I'm, I, can't, I can't find anything here. Everybody's, you know, telling me what the truth is. But it doesn't work. I've tried it. I've tried this. I've tried that. It doesn't work. We pick up all these pieces of, of information, of data, right? Great wisdom that masters lived. I, I choose to choose that rather than gibberish, right? And then contemplate that. Then feel it in your heart. Find out what love means to you. Not, not a polarized one, but beyond that. That complete, you know, like throwing yourself, you know, into the arms of God. What does that even mean? That is the path of the mystic. So we've reached the end of the, of the podcast and, and, and Jinky 23. And tomorrow we're going to dive into Jinky 24th silence, the ultimate addiction, right? So it goes from the shadow of addiction, right? Because the, there is a loop and into the gift of invention and all the way to the city of silence. And we're going to dive into that tomorrow. Start looking into, into the beginning of that. But uh, remember, it's all the same thing. All jinkies are the same thing. We're just talking about uh, uh, all of this stuff. You know, it, it, it triggers stuff. And, and one of these entry points, you're gonna, it, it's going to resonate. That's all that matters, right? Um, but we're going to dive into that. We've reached the end of the episode today. Podcast is every day, Monday through Sunday. Uh, uh, you can find us on every podcast app out there. If you go to Jorn.tv, that's J-O-U-R-N.tv. At the very bottom on the About tab, you will find our social media. We have a, a, a Truth Social account. We have a Telegram news channel. We have a Telegram chat room. And that's uh, if you want to contact us, say hi, become part of our community. That's where uh, we're contacting us, we have, where we have you know a community. And, uh, and we have a clubhouse, too, and, and, and a Rumble. And at the very bottom, there's the Pioneers link. If you want to see, we have a series of, event, of of podcasts where they're also on video. And you can watch the Pioneers of the Great Awakening interviews with people that have gone through their dark night of the soul. And they're at the other side. And they have a gift. They have discovered something, a healing that they, how they heal themselves. And then now they have that gift to give to the world. If you're going through your dark night of the soul and you need help moving through it and you're ready to let go of, of, of knowing everything, right? <laughs> if you're ready to fall in love with God, right? Uh, uh, we have a very specific program where we help people get through that in, in only a few months, right? Because it doesn't have to last for 20 years like, like it did for me. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. If you're ready, can, it, can, it can happen really, really smooth. So if you, want, if you need help with that, at the very bottom of Jorn.tv, there's a support button. Click on that one at the very uh, right bottom corner. Click on that one and you can learn more about that. 
Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.